1: two happy hosts this week. Two games, two wins, two clean sheets and an England call-up. I'm your host Ray Hunt. Joining me as ever is the Moscow Mush, Kevin Milverton. Say hello, Kevin.
2: Dobry Good evening. You right. Very, very good mood. Very good evening this evening.
1: Yes, it's been a good week. Definitely. What have you been up to this week?
2: Uh, not much. Just um, sorting myself out, getting myself ready for the new academic year. And um, yeah, I've been working um, had a couple of Saints matches to watch in on the way as well, yep. and yeah, definitely lifted the spirit. How about you?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I've, no, I've been busy. I was um, I was actually camping in the week. Happy so, yeah.
0: camping.
1: Yeah, it's been it was fine. Um, but like you say, two games to go through. So and a little bit of news to start off with as well. So yeah, it's all um, it's all good at the moment. Mood is mood is good. So yeah, right. Should we go with some, with a little bit of news?
2: Well, I mean, there's the good news and bad news. What should we start with?
1: Oh, I'm, what's the bad news?
2: Um, I suppose it's, it depends how you look at it. Shall we, shall we look at the August Exodus then?
1: Oh, the oh, okay. Well, so I'm guessing. Well, last week you actually you touched on the the rumor that Harrison Reed was possibly yeah. moving out to Blackburn, and that has actually happened now. So yeah, it has. another season out online for him.
2: Yeah, see why it's happened though.
1: Well, yeah. Well, to me, it just seems like that he's never going to be good enough now. I mean, he's had a year at. Norwich last season. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's,
2: I remember when, God, it was 2010 and I was training him on FIFA from the youth <laughs> team um, and he still hasn't broken through now. So, no, yeah. no,
1: that's the thing. He's not going to be good enough. Hughes doesn't, doesn't have him in his plans. That's it. He doesn't want him. He's 23. Yeah. You know, this is the time that he needs to be playing for Saints re- regular. And I thought this was going to be a season, you know, spending a year away at Norwich. But no. Doesn't seem to be. Um, no. And, and also, not only that, um, the two Jakes have moved along as well. Uh, Jake Hesketh yes, and Flanagan. Jake Flanagan mm-hmm. have moved to Burton Albion, but that's only till January.
0: Okay. So um, that's sensible, I think.
1: I think those two are going to get a lot of first team action because they've gone down to League One. Um, mm. They'll be playing playing a lot of um, a lot of football this season. Well, until January anyway. That that'll be good for them. And lastly, um Sam McQueen switches to Middlesbrough for the year. That yeah. one I was a bit, a bit shocked at that one.
2: I mean still I mean what is he, third choice there?
1: Well, he was second choice last year because obviously um Target was out at Fulham last season. He's also twenty three. But mm. you know what though, he's had like a lot he's had more first team football than Reed, Heskiff and Fanagan combined. He's also had Europa League experience, and he's also got an England under-21 cap as well. So, this was, you know, he's the, the main person that was going to get some ap- some action this season, and he's gone now, so...
2: But, I mean, of all the teams to go to, I mean, Middlesbrough with yeah. Tony Pulis, isn't it? I mean, they've got to be one of the favourites to go up, so... Oh, yeah, I
1: mean, they're still undefeated, they're up there, I mean... Mm. But, having said that, do you think he's going to get a lot of first-team football? Or um, I'm, he I mean... He's going to be a bench player.
2: I don't know what the competition's like there, but
1: yeah. Well, this is what I mean. I mean, they're a top tier and they'll, they'll probably be playing Premier League football next year. So what's the what's the point of him going there? I mean, he's only going to be sat on the bench at both clubs.
2: Well, I mean, if that's the way it turns out, then yeah, that, that's a real shame. Because, um, yeah, I mean, he's one of the players you want to see more
1: of. Yeah, so I mean, out of all those players that have gone... I mean, looking back at, at Harrison Reed, I mean, he's not broken to the first team. Because I guess you can say he's had competition... At his role. I mean, he had it from Schneiderlin and Wanyama uh, and Romeu as well, and two of those were players of the year for Saints. So he's not really had a fair shake. Sam McQueen has. He had a good go at it. Obviously, Heskiff and Flanagan, yeah, they're they're way down the pecking order. But yeah, McQueen, I don't know. I really, really expected him to be playing. So, you know, that leaves us two left backs with um, Bertrand and um, Target. But if one of those gets injured or suspended, then, you know, what are we going to do? We've got no backup there. Could call him back out of loan. You could do, yeah, at a cost. So altogether, that's what's so Alfie Jones has gone to St Mirren. Josh Sims, Sims, Sim, Josh Sims has gone to Reading. Harrison reed has mm-hmm. gone to Blackburn. Jake Heskiff and Jake Fanagan have gone to Burton. And Sam McQueen's gone to Borough.
2: So it's... Well, Ryan Seeger as well. As oh, him.
1: yeah, Ryan Seeger went out at the start. I can't remember where Ryan Seeger I think he went over to um to Holland Holland somewhere, didn't he? Um, t- uh, Telstar, was it? Oh, Telstar, yeah. Um, so it's, I think it's, 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 it's a thinner squad.
2: Definitely. But, I mean, Telstar's players,
1: yeah. Yeah, exactly. But but then you must look at it this way and think, well, Mark Hughes has got a plan. He's looked at all his players, everyone that he's got, including the youth, and thinking, right, this is what I want to do for the rest of the season. I know exactly who I want. I don't need these. You know, that's a plan. <clears throat> he seems like he's got a plan now. And also, he's going to have to take the Carabao Cup seriously now because he's not got any, any youth left of blood. That's it. He's going to have to put his first team out against well, in any in any cup game now.
2: Well, I mean, if you say that, but I mean, you look at the team he put out, which is a strong team. But I mean, they, they've been so far this season, well, default or otherwise, second choice players, and it's a strong team.
1: Yeah, you could so say there's a that. Lot of competition. Yeah, there's a lot of players. I mean, that that Brighton game in the week, there was a lot. There's a lot of players that needed a lot of football. So, mm. so yeah, I mean, the the, the current. Team that he's left with, you could probably fill two teams out of it, sure. Yeah, definitely. But there's no youth, is there? There's no there's no one coming through now because they're all and it's early
2: days in, in the season as well. I mean, we, we, yeah. we could hit an injury um, bound period and then be without players for a while. People exactly. Be out suspended key players, so yeah, it's Just risky. Fingers crossed,
1: yeah, fingers crossed mm. that none of our full backs an get an injury because we're already light at right back, and now we're, I think we're a little bit lighter. We are lighter at left back. If anything happens yeah. to Cedric or Bertrand, I think we're going to be in trouble. It's going to be makeshift for And on the wings as
2: well. Like, yeah. I mean, we're all right in the centre of the field. Well, anywhere, but it's just the wings, isn't
1: it? And another thing in the news I want to talk about is this um, one signing to report. Oh, yeah. We
2: Yankovic. So, Jankovic.
1: Yeah. 16 year old Swiss starlet, Alexandra Jankovic. Yeah, not yeah. we now Jankovic. <laughs>
2: We Al Yankovitz,
1: that's what I'm gonna call him. Right, okay. <laughs> um, from Savet in Switzerland. Geneva, yeah. and under a, um, an initial scholarship, mm. so he'll he'll train and play with the under eighteens and under twenty threes, presumably. Um, very little known about him. Yeah, I I think I did mention him. Did I not mention him a while back? I can't even remember, but um,
2: yeah, I heard the rumours.
1: Yeah, I mean, all Um, I've heard is word of mouth, basically, but I mm. did check him out. I tried to find out every little thing I could on him. Mate, he looks very, very good. Yeah, he's he's pretty hot, apparently. He looks good. He looks very good. Um, Playing against kids his own age, he stands out. He looks like a man amongst boys. Mm. He loves a tackle. He's demanding the ball. He's quick. He's strong. He attracted interest, actually, from Man United, Spurs and Juventus. Supposedly.
2: So, and he obviously preferred to go to Southampton.
1: Obviously. So, yeah, you need, to sit, you need to check him out. I mean, I, I can send you a link if you like. But, yeah, he. Yeah, I'll, I'll I, I, I'm excited about him. But, who knows, in five or six years' time, he could be playing for Liverpool. <laughs> well,
2: he's got to play for us first. <laughs> yeah. But give me... Well, he yeah, might, he might have them. a
1: couple of games, he might have three or four games, and then they'll send him out on loan, and then Liverpool will snap him up, and he'll be one of the best players in the country.
2: Uh, i need enough time to think up a decent chant. <laughs> <laughs> we are good.
1: Okay, so the last bit of news I want to touch on is the call-up for Alex McCarthy. Yeah. To the England squad. At last. Yeah, finally. It? Well-deserved. Yes.
2: Yes. Finally, the Saints player in the team.
1: Yes, and I also, I, I mean, I said in our preview show that if Alex had started the last, you know, started last season, then I've got no doubt that he would have been on the plane to Russia. So, the, yeah, mm. really, really pleased for him. It's been good. Um, and actually, yeah, so England play their first game since the bronze medal match at St. Petersburg. Where they, oh, yeah. Where they lost 2-0 to Belgium. Yeah, let's um, talk about that. Yeah. Um, so they play against Spain... On mm-hmm. Saturday the 8th. Eighth, yeah. A quarter to 8 kickoff. That's live on Sky Sports. And then three days later, Tuesday the 11th, they play Switzerland at Leicester's King Power. Um, mm-hmm. That's an 8pm kickoff, and that's also on Sky Sports. One All right. Of, one of them's I the Nations League. You don't have Sky Sports, no, of course, but you'll pick yeah. it up anyway. Um, yeah. One of them's the a Nations League game, and the other one's just been billed as the uh, Kick It Out International. Yeah, is there anything else you want to add on this, Kev?
2: Um, Well, yeah, there's a few other call-ups as well for the um, non-English players. Um, Stuart Armstrong has got a call-up for Scotland. Um, I mean, he had his first camp last year. So yeah, Alex McLeish is Scotland. uh, they got friendly against Belgium and uh, they're playing Albania in the Nations League. They're both at home. So you could see him in action. Um, Stephen Davis, uh, Northern Ireland captain, he's had over 100 caps now, um, and um, he's hoping to get on the pitch for the first time in 10 months, that would be against Bosnia and Herzegovina in the Nations League, and they're playing Israel in a friendly, Uh, Shane Long Ireland's most capped player Um, he'll be in Martin O'Neill's Ireland squad and they're playing Wales in the Nations League, and uh, they've got a friendly away in Poland Moen and Nussi uh, our Norwegian wonderman. Um, he's going to be playing for Norway, hopefully, with his cousin Tarek uh, in the Nations wow. League uh, against Bulgaria and Cyprus. And um, he's already that. had 16 caps. Yeah. Um, so, he's, he, 16 caps, he's quite well rooted in that Norway squad. Um, and then, yeah, a few more. Jan Bagnarek, who unfortunately we haven't seen much of this season. Um, yeah, he's going to. Possibly uh, be on the pitch uh, facing Shane Long. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I mean, he played all three opponent matches in, in the World Cup. So, um, played
1: well as well.
2: Yeah, definitely. I mean, He scored a goal as well in, mm-hmm. the, in a brilliant World Cup. That's why I'm, I'm disappointed to be able to see much of him this season. But um, yeah, um, I imagine he'd be there in, in the in the centre of defence. Um, they go to Italy uh, and then yeah, then they're playing Ireland. Yannick um, Vestergaard, a oh, great Dane. Um, they've got a friendly against Slovakia, that's in Ternava. And then uh, Denmark are at home against Wales in the Nation League, uh, that's in Aarhus. And Cedric um, Suarez, a wee Portuguese man, he's going to be playing in a friendly against Croatia, World Cup final losers. Um, <laughs> and. <laughs> <laughs> um, then yeah then they're playing Italy in the Nations League and finally Mario Lamina is playing for the mighty Gabon uh, against Burundi yes. at home that's in an African Cup of nations qualifier
1: I should be watching um, that one
2: yeah it's going to be a thriller well I'm, I'm probably mm-hmm. going to hold out um, for their friendly against Zambia at home wow. in, their, in their main stadium now, do you remember your capital of Gabon I have no idea. Libreville. Yeah. <laughs> that's where it's going to be. So yeah, if you're free, uh, if you're free next weekend, I'd take uh, Trip trip then it sounds like it's going to be a thriller. Let's do it. Um, Me and you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, only other mention is um, Angus Gunn. He, he saw his uh, first Saints action uh, this week uh, in the. EFL Carvel Cup up, yep. game against yeah Brighton, um, keeping a clean sheet. So um, maybe you can do the same for the England Un21s, uh, Carrow Roads against the Netherlands. And then uh, there's a European Under 21 Championship qualifier in Latvia. Uh, so, yeah, good luck to him.
1: Yeah, good luck to all the uh, home nations and all the Saints yeah.
2: players. Yeah, up the Saints in your respective nations.
1: Yes. Welcome to the second half, and let's go straight into the Brighton game on Tuesday night in the Carabao Cup's second round. So it, Bright- it finished Brighton 0 Saints 1. A yes, Charlie Austin yes. goal in the 88th minute, dying embers of the game. What do you think about that then, Kev?
2: Well, I mean, it was a Tuesday night thriller. Um, yes. <laughs> had us all on the edge of our seats, um, listening to our radios or whatever we could get hold of. Because, um, yeah, I mean, normally I can fish out some sort of stream or other, but this is pretty was pretty so well-guarded.
1: It was, yeah. There was nothing nothing much out there. I mean, I was camping on Tuesday night, so I couldn't go to the game. I had to listen on the car radio. Um, <laughs> with the door open. With the door open, yeah. <laughs> Sat in my chair, had <laughs> a couple of beers and just listened to the game. Um, really, really pleased that Gun got his debut. Yoshida yes. and, and Bednarik got some... Much needed minutes, and I think yeah, Stevens played way. right back, didn't he? Yeah. Um, yeah target target started as well, I think. Mm. Yeah, Target started on the left. Um, Davis and Rameau holding, James Ward Prowse, Stuart Armstrong, and Alan attacking midfield, leaving mm. Gabby, up, uh, Gabby up top on his own. Yeah,
2: it's but I mean, line from, well, yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, it's um, our second line to yeah. use a hockey terminology, but yeah, looking at nice, that team. I like it strong, it's, it's very strong and um, it, a, a bit unusual I mean, okay, four at the back, he seems to have um, decided that that's the best way to go but yeah, two holding midfielders um, which I then, like yeah, yeah, three kind of
1: attacking midfielders yeah, and, I like um, that, I like that like four-two-three-one formation, I do
2: yeah, I mean, it's worked for us in the past when we had Banyama and um, mm-hmm. yeah it's, but yeah, I mean, Romeo and, well, I mean, Ward-Prowse was Playing more of a holding role throughout most of the game, so it was, that, it was a little bit
1: unusual. Well, that's the thing. <laughs> I mean, you could uh, say they were playing two holding midfielders and the three attacking, but then as you say, John mm. James or Prowse was playing deep, so they could revert to a four-three-three, you know, on mm. the fly, yeah. which was good. Um, so they kind of cancelled each other out
2: for yeah the, most part of the match. I mean, so, Saints seemed to be in control, but just yeah,
1: not really trying yeah, for. It was adulthood. it was very slow paced. Um, Lots of empty seats as well, but not from the Saints. Fans. They showed Saints. I they showed up. Um, yeah, but it kind of had the feel of a pre-season friendly, and you know a lot of a lot of the players were looking for match sharpness, like the two centre halves, Yoshida um, and Bednarek. Mm. Um, and it was not nice, a nice little start for Stephen Davis, um, Armstrong as well. He had a he had a real opportunity. I know he's been involved, but he you know he had a knock against Burnley in the opening game. Um, and then he had to settle for the bench and he, he was only playing he was only coming on with a few minutes to go so he hadn't really really got into the action this season no but then didn't, he didn't really do anything I mean he got taken no, off so, I think no. I think, um, think Redmond come on for him in that game that's
2: right like just with about 10 minutes to go yeah um,
1: he didn't really I think he, it's probably before that when, when Gallagher came on
2: I think it started to sort of heat up a little bit um, he definitely gave a lot of pace there and give us more attacking options. And it, when uh, Redmond and Austin came on, that double substitution, it was sort of just all out, you know, all or nothing. And um, mm-hmm. yeah, Hughes went all in. And it just showed again that he's, he's willing to to take the risks and make decisive changes. Um, and, and this time it's worked out. So I'm, I'm really pleased for him.
1: Well, this, this is it. Right? He had, like I said, he had a strong lineup and it, it proved that he was taking it seriously. But the three substitutions mm. that he made... He brought on Austin, Redmond, and Gallagher. Three attacking times. players. Mm-hmm. He wanted to win this game.
2: Definitely. Um, yeah, so he had the, a point to prove.
1: Yeah. Um, he made the um, the free attacking changes. Redmond come on look good. He set up the goal. Um, yeah. Say so Gallagher come on as well. Yeah, and two points, yeah, two of those players that come on linked up for the goal. I mean, you know, the Redmond cross for the Austin winning header. Mm. And Redmond, yeah, Redmond's been brilliant this season. He's been a different player. Um, he's, been a, it, he's been a constant would you, threat. Would
2: you believe that it's been that was his 150th game for Saints?
1: Is that right? No, I didn't know yeah. that. Wow, that's incredible. Yeah. And And wow.
2: um, was all that talk in the preseason? Whilst all the other players were often on the international duty or on the beach or whatever, he was in in their training throughout the summer. It was definitely shining. He's really yeah. determined this season to make a mark.
1: I mean, at the at the moment, he's. He's the first man on the team sheet, I think. I think he's been the best player this yeah. season.
2: Yeah, definitely solid in there every week.
1: Yeah. But I mean the, the whole the performance wasn't great. It wasn't a pretty win, but a win's a win. It was a clean sheet for um for Gunn as well. He was great. Yeah. And they got put into the hat for the third round. That's all you want. And that draw yeah. was on Thursday night, and I'm sure you're aware. Um, we heading back to Goodison. <laughs> yeah, it's our favourite fixture. <laughs> <laughs> so Everton away. Um, hopefully they won't field a, a strong team, and we can take advantage of that.
2: Well, we I mean, did basically just like the same against Brighton. I mean, um, Everton have struggled at times this season, so maybe they will rest most of their best players.
1: Yeah, hopefully. Take advantage of them. Yeah, I totally agree. And that game is um, scheduled for Wednesday, the 26th of September. Yeah,
2: hopefully it'll be on TV of some kind and then we can watch it.
1: Yeah. Oh, I don't know. There's a, there's a pretty tasty tie in that uh,
2: third round. So think, which one
1: are you thinking of? Are you, I'm thinking of the Chelsea-Liverpool one.
2: Mm, I mean, can they only show one match? I mean...
1: Yeah. On Sky Sports they will. And also Man mm. United have got Derby as well. That'd be a quite interesting one to watch. Hmm. But yeah. Is it Frank Lampard's derby? It is Frank Lampard's derby. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, that
2: could be interesting as well. Well, again, well, if it comes to it, we'll just have to listen to Radio Silent one.
1: That would probably be the case, because I'm not going to Liverpool. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the commentary's better as well.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so um, there were two games this week.
2: Yeah. Um, well, one was... Slightly more important than the other. I mean, yeah, other than the EFL Cup game.
1: Um, oh, I don't face... know though. Ah. Don't, hang on, it was the South Coast Derby, don't forget.
2: Um, well, we we they might not forget it, but we seem to. have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, what can we call it? The A27 plus M27 Derby. Yeah. <laughs> is... Yeah. Um. Yeah. So yeah, Palace away. Two nil. T- yeah, I mean tough fixture looking at it, but um yeah, two new victory. Um, yeah, incredible.
1: Massive uh, three points.
2: Yeah, and I think we had we had a little bit of luck. I mean when the team sheets were announced and Zaha wasn't on it. Um, we'd sort of think that our yep. Christmases had all come at once. But
1: I, but, I mean but, you know what though, I mean the, the Mark Hughes' team, it was it was unchanged from that heartbreaking loss to Leicester. Mm. Um to me, that shows a lot of faith, belief, confidence in his team. Because I mean, he did. It also backs up what he said in his post-match conference, when he said, um, "Just if we know what we need to do is keep playing like that, and we'll win." And he was right. Yeah,
2: because yeah, bold, assertive. Yeah. and I
1: mean, he could have. He could have started Charlie Austin from his midweek goal. And also, yeah. I think I think Ings was nursing a little foot injury as well. So yeah, he could have put Austin in, but he didn't. He stuck with it.
2: I um, mean, he could have taken a hoot out for um, Yoshida or Big still,
1: Baric. Yep, still yeah. sticking, sticking to his guns, and it's fair enough. And it has paid off. And like you say, yeah. the, the, the Zaha thing as well. Like, I think mean, he missed like nine games for Palace last season, and he lost all of them. They lost all of them. Yeah, it's not a coincidence. You know, he's, <clears throat> he's the heartbeat of that of that team. Yeah,
2: I mean, the, they had a sort of a, a mixed bag going into it. Um, had a strong showing against Fulham in the first match, and then. Lose to Liverpool, Watford um, beat Swansea uh, away in the cup. So I mean, the, yeah, they they were off the back of a one 0 win in uh, in the cup away as well. So
1: in the cup, yeah, but I mean in the league, yeah. that's now three losses in a row to them. Um, they're going to struggle, I think. That defence isn't isn't good enough. I mean, if Saints mm. can score two goals against them, then you've got problems.
2: I mean, well, <laughs> well, hang on, don't. <laughs> Don't uh, get too down on that team. Cause, um, yeah, we looked in, in control for pretty much all the match. I'd say. Okay, you know, there were times in the first half where Crystal Palace looked like they could be dangerous, but um, nothing to be too worried about. I think the, the only thing um, we should well, the only time we were made to be nervous is well after we scored a goal because you know what you know what happens uh, when we yeah. do.
1: Yeah, that's it. You know, um, I, I thought it was a carbon copy of the Leicester game. If I'm honest, I thought the opening,
2: yeah,
1: it was like, I mean, the, the opening goal came right at the start of the second half as well. Couldn't really do a lot, but yeah, I want to talk. Actually, I want to talk the goal with you because I mean, well, d- discuss the, the Ings opener.
2: Um, yeah. The good goal. I mean, um, <laughs> Ings gets to it. I mean, Suarez um, makes that long pass there. Um, yeah, goes is, right yeah. past Saka and Kelly. Long, um, I don't know what he was doing again, falling on his ass, but um, Yangs yeah, gets to it, and that makes the Keeper, and um,
1: <laughs> one-nil 0 it is. Long is just that decoy, that's all he wants to do, is just... Uh, well, yeah, we said this last
2: week, didn't yeah. we, that it was a dummy. Uh, he's, yeah, and, um...
1: he's doing it on purpose.
2: <laughs> maybe. Um, <laughs> maybe we should be quiet about this, um, maybe we should cut this out, because that might be Mark Hughes' little secret weapon.
1: Yeah, well no, because I mentioned it last time, and it actually worked again, so let's just keep on keep on going with it. Yeah. See, I thought the goal was a terrible defensive error. I thought Sacco and Kelly were, oh, they got in a right mix. Absolutely terrible. You tell me now, right, if that had been the other way around, if Crystal Palace had scored like that against us, I would have been fuming. Like, that defence, that was terrible.
2: Well, I mean, you know it would be Hoop looking the other way when it, when yeah. it came across. but um And... um. Yannick Vester, guard, I don't know, trying to tackle somebody else at the same time. I don't yeah, yeah. Um, but okay, yeah, that that happened. Um, but again, I mean, these these are sort of the chances that have been happening for us, and we just haven't been making the best of them. True, but yeah. um, it, Ings saw an opportunity and took yep,
1: it. Absolutely, um, in the right place at the right time, and he capitalized on it. Fair enough. Nice little tap in. Yeah.
2: Good. I mean, that's the first thing done, but. Can we hold out after the goal?
1: That's no, this is it though. I had that sinking feeling because whenever Saints score, they relax, then they concede. It's like
2: a weight off their shoulders, and yeah. then yeah, no, straight thought... afterwards, James McArthur has that long shot that hits the bar. Oh
1: God, yeah, at the crossbar. I
2: mean, shit myself.
1: Yeah, and this is it. I mean, it's the same pattern. I thought we're going to do. I, I was saying this is it. We're going to. It's going to be one-one, or they're going to lose two-one. I can see this happening now. <laughs> But they didn't know, and they didn't sit back after that. There was a couple well, of no. Apache bit, like you said, like with the MacArthur hitting the crossbar. But Saints went searching for a second. Saints went searching for that second goal.
2: Yeah, I mean, let's say the, um, about holding back, um, we kind of, yeah, didn't quite get back and defend properly for a little while. There were a, bit of, there were a few scrappy moments before we really got into the swing of it for mm-hmm. about 10, 15 minutes. And there was that really nervous scramble um, in the penalty area.
1: Oh, God, yeah, the ping-pong moment, yeah.
2: Yeah, I mean, Venteke, they all had a bash, and no one could quite get it in. But, yeah, McCarthy definitely showed us um, what he's worth. Uh,
1: oh, yeah. M- yeah incredible seconds.
2: And then um, I think it was his saves, really, that just sort of showed that, we, yeah, we can do it, you know. And um, then we looked um, a lot more assertive.
1: Yeah, and, I think, I this think is some Mark Hughes's in-game, in-game management. though. I think this is the way that we need to be playing and should be playing, and it's paid off. Because I say they didn't sit back after they had a couple of yeah. As I say, they had a couple of scares. They went mm, searching for the nice. second goal, and you know they pressed and they got a penalty. And I don't oh, know what Juan Bissaka was doing, seemingly trying to pick the ball up. <laughs> well, yeah,
2: just a flagrant handball there. Um, and yeah, Austin had just come on yep. uh, for Shane Long. Um, yeah, I think I think when when Austin came on, we we felt um, a bit more galvanised. But yeah, no, that that penalty was was pretty bad.
1: That was a bit tame on it. It was a
2: yeah, soft
1: straight down the middle. I, mean, I was yeah. watching in, in, during pre season. I was watching Charlie Austin practice his penalties, and he was smacking him in the top corners. He wasn't missing any. And I I, I said to a couple of mates, I said he's not going to miss a penalty this season. And what does he do? The first fucking one he gets does that didn't tell you
2: yeah no. no no yeah well it's well and yeah again and then straight after that you think um oh, maybe that's taken the wind out of our sails and um yeah i mean another couple of shots there um but we, we just dealt with them you know and and um, we look confident
1: yeah like, well, i we think there's about around. with about 10-15 minutes to go i think then they brought on um uh, Remeu and Target, I think, Target come on, didn't mm. they? And, um, yeah, just to see out the game then. And then they caught him on the counter, and it was a lovely, cool mm. finish from um, Hoiberg, two minutes into stoppage time. And that mm. was it. You know, and I've, yeah, always, I mean, I've always said uh, that Hoyberg is brilliant.
2: Yes, yeah, I mean, oh, I don't know. I mean, you can love, <laughs> you can love him or hate him um, occasionally at the same time. But
1: here, yeah. Oh, mm. Yeah, he, I mean, he needed that performance, didn't he? That was his redemption.
2: Yeah, definitely redeemed himself there. He needed it. Um, yeah, not just Hoiberg. I think Cedric, um, yeah, I've been a bit unsure of him uh, this season. Um, but um, when Matt Target came on, I mean, Cedric was just out there wide and, and seemed to just um, deal with everything that, that, that came to him. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, I think Cedric. Mr. Palace game. was stunned.
1: Yeah, uh, two, actually, the two players that I've been critical of, the, the, you know, not not just this season but like last season as well, is Hoiberg and and Hoot, And I think both of those yeah. players had a really good game. I think Hoot was much better. Yeah, this is by far his best performance of of the season. Um, and yeah, yeah he's playing Mark Hughes now. So yeah,
2: a couple of wild shots there um, in the first half and. Um, yeah, but that, that, that goal in the second, and it was just just that kind of cheeky little goal, you know, um, and behind the keeper, um, yeah, yeah. So I just love the look on his face when he scored. Yeah, like,
1: yep. it was great. <laughs> that was that that moment of relief as well from the fans. Yeah. it's so oh, it's brilliant, just what we needed. So who I'm going to go and ask you straight away? Who was your man of the match?
2: Um, yeah, without a doubt, uh, Alex McCarthy, because I'm I really, really think yeah. Okay. I think he saved their asses in that game. Um, just uh, a few key saves. I mean, yeah. um, against uh, Benteke from point blank range. Oh
1: there. yeah, that three yard header. Yeah. Mm. Um,
2: Brilliant. But yeah, but I mean, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, not just that though, but um, yeah, a few long shots that he saved. Um, the end. Uh, yeah. Van Aanholt and McCarthy seem to be, I mean, desperately, but still um, getting shots. Into the box and and he dealt with them with composure and yeah showed us why he's the number one choice. So yeah, I think I think he's my man. Um, who's your who's your contender?
1: I'm wow. Well, as I say, I I, I think bag was was, mm. was the best player on the field. I'm not going to yeah. take anything away from McArthur I thought he had a blinding game as well. Cedric played well. hoot played well. Um yeah everyone everyone played everyone did their part. I think everyone did it well. Mm. Nobody made any glaring errors. Um. But yeah, I, no. I'm going to say Hoiberg.
2: So Hoiberg, oh okay. <laughs> I think that's fair enough. But yeah, I mean, you look at the team sheet. I don't. I don't think there's anybody you could say that um that they didn't do much. Um, I mean, even looking at um Lamina and Aunusi. Um, yeah, Lamina with his little little uh, flicks that he likes to do there, and yeah. um El-Yanusi on set pieces. Um, and Aunusi at the seems...
1: crossbar as well at one point as well. Yeah. yeah. Um,
2: yeah, so, um, and even our usual suspects, who, and, well, for me, I'm always a little suspicious of Cedric. I like, don't know how we can trust him to defend against set pieces um, in the Goldmouth. But, um, yeah, he found his place there as well. So, yeah, absolutely. I'm pleased with everyone.
1: Yep. Okay, so that puts us 12th position in the league on four points now. Yeah. Something to build on. That's good. Um, definitely respectful. No games next week, obviously, because of the international games. Um, mm-hmm. But they return at St Mary's on Monday the 17th against Brighton.
2: Yeah, at so, home this right time. You
1: know, yeah, at home, and then followed on the Saturday, the 22nd um, at Anfield against Liverpool. So yeah, that's um It'll be a piece of person a, Yeah, that's that's not gonna be in doubt, is it? Gonna have that one. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, welcome back to the extra time period. Our chance to check in with our predictions, fantasy football, emails, etc. Um, yeah, so predictions from last week. I predicted the Brighton game would be a 2-1 Brighton win.
0: Whilst you and what won, did I predict?
1: You predicted a 1-0 Saints win. And what happened? It was a one <laughs> nil Saints win. All right. <laughs> Fucking hell.
2: <laughs> the first time
1: of the season. You've been waiting to say it all fucking week, haven't you? Yeah, well, all season. <laughs> <laughs> so that gives you a 10-7 lead. Um, oh, brilliant. Yeah. And then um, onto the Palace game, I predict it <laughs> a 1-0 Palace win. Uh, and you went 2-1 to Saints, so you were very unlucky there not to get the full five. But you got two points for it, so that makes it, overall, 12-7 to you. Excellent. So, um... <laughs> I'm going to do predictions for next. I'm going to do the next two games, because by the next time we podcast, the two games will be over. So I'm going to say Brighton, we're going to win 2-0. 2-0? I'm going to say 2-0 home win. Yes.
2: OK, well, I'm going to go for a repeat of the um, cup fixture and have us get another 1-0 victory. Just just rolling that over the
1: line. OK. Um, and Liverpool, I, I'm going to have to go 3-1 Liverpool.
2: Wow, you're joking. Um, <laughs> okay. Um,
1: yeah, no, I was... wh- why would I be joking?
2: No, 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 just because I, I was going to say exactly the same score. Oh, okay. Um, That's fine. Oh, God, okay. Um, I'm, I'm just going to try and be different then. Um, and I'm gonna oh, go you're through, very yeah. different.
1: Prino. Not very different. Yeah,
2: Prino. i have Liverpool to get a clean sheet. Just, um, yeah, sorry, lads. But, I mean, they're, they're, they're looking very dangerous this season.
1: Liverpool, yeah. Four wins from four. Um, yeah, on top of the league. Yeah, looking looking good. Um, Mane, Saints reject, um, scoring a lot of goals already this year. Lallana can't get in the team. Um, mm-hmm. Van Dijk's looking good. The goalkeeper's not looking too hot though at the moment. Really? Did you not see? No. Oh, oh you need to watch. He had a little bit of a, a mishap against Leicester. So the ball ah. was played. Van Dijk played the ball back to him. He went to go and pick it up on the edge of the box got closed down by Iheanacho, and he tried a Cruyff turn. Oh, God. Iheanacho got what? the um, ball, put the ball across like the Just like Carter Boris did that Yeah, time and uh, Leicester put it goes. in. So, yeah. But, I mean, Liverpool won anyway, so it didn't really matter. But, I mean, he he was warned. I mean, I think he did that in the first two games. He was warned then that he should stop playing the ball and just get rid of it. But, you know, he's Brazilian, isn't he? They want to... They want to play the ball. Yeah,
2: yeah, that, that's the one uh, match from yesterday that I didn't watch the highlights of. Um, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, they well, they, well, they, yeah, they, they were good. They, they deserved the win. Um, but yeah, Alison had a little bit of a, a little bit of an error. So yeah, check it out. <laughs>
2: the, the carrier's moment. Yeah, yeah it, it continues. Um, is there anything we should be afraid of against Brighton? Do you think?
1: Nah, oh, nah. we've se- we've seen what they've got to offer.
2: No, we haven't. No, I mean they put out the reserve squad, basically. Not
1: really a reserve squad? I mean they had a 17 million pound new signing on the team. Um, I wouldn't really say that's a reserve.
2: I mean, wasn't he on the bench yesterday?
1: Yeah. Yeah, he was on the bench yesterday, but I mean, mm, when you pay, sorry. I think maybe he's just waiting to get waiting to get matched up again. Um. I, you got Glenn Murray, who's what 35 years old. You can, who knows, knows where the goal is.
2: Yeah, um, I mean, he knows which way the referees looking as well.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, and you got Pascal Grace as well. He's a really good, really good player. Anthony Knockout. Um Yeah, they are what yeah. they are. They can be exploited. The defense isn't that great again. So I'm not, I'm not too worried. I mean, as I say, that's why I've gone for a home win. there. I think Saints will shut him out, two um, Yeah, Yeah. And we're just Liverpool, are just going to be too, have too much for us.
2: Yeah, yeah, I agree with that.
1: Okay, um, so fantasy football. Do you know I? I don't think I've checked it since it's been updated since the since today's games. But the last time I checked, I think I was on like forty points.
2: Um, oh, for the week. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're on forty. Um, that puts you on one hundred and thirty for the season. Um, awesome. still bottom,
1: but. But
2: yeah. you're keeping up, I think. Yeah, but don't um, think I, I missed a week. Yeah, yeah, that's where I mean, I mean, you, you had a handicap, but um, wouldn't let that disencourage you. Um, our top of the week, the no, fuck yeah. Top of the week. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes, top of the league this week. He's only got 42 points this week so far, but um, yeah, 222 for the season is uh, still Graham Irvin with his Cedric keep very le- legends. Can anyone explain that to me? Um, then on. Real Deal FC, Marcus Fanshawe, um, uh, 216 for the season. And then your very own by Kebe 63 for the week, 212 for the
1: season. 63.
2: Uh, yeah. one, improvement on last week. Yeah, um, that's because you had
1: everyone sent off.
2: Well, um, I did manage to transfer out um, a lot of my bad boys. Um, I bought in Pedro and Lucas Mora.
1: Yeah, I actually I noticed you say you transferred out your bad boys but you actually kept Hoiberg in the team and he fucking scored. So Yeah, you know. I mean he was on the bench
2: but he came in for the injured centre half so everything worked
1: out nicely. Ah, oh, tosser. No, my, so, my, my team wasn't working. I mean I got Ings you scored and Yang scored but other than that my defence was terrible. I mean I never expected the the Watford and, and Spurs uh result and I had to I've got two Spurs centre halves. Mm. Still got Bertrand on the bench though for some reason. Yeah, I I just looked at the um. I, to be fair, I think I could have put him in this week. I could have made a made a didn't. couple of substitutions or transfers this week, but I didn't. But no, I, I felt I felt brave. I was going to go for it, and, I, yeah, I, and it didn't really work.
2: Yeah, well, luckily he didn't play because um, so guards subbed him, in, and you get to clean his sheet. So
1: yeah, I saw that. Yeah. That's good. And... Hey-ho, you
2: still got the best team name, in my opinion.
1: Oh, yeah, Lord of the Ings, yep. <laughs> yeah.
2: I love it. <laughs> I love it.
1: Um, right, is there anything else you want to talk about this week?
2: Our ongoing chant challenge uh, saw us put our Stuart Armstrong chance into a video form onto our Twitter. And uh, we had a, a quick straw poll uh, of which one went down best. Um, my sex-bomb-chan uh, did trump your shotgun to 71% to
1: 29%. Christ, was it really that bad? I
2: thought it was really good, but um, your, your video actually had more views than mine, like way more. Um, I think mine had about 50 and yours had about 70.
1: So clearly it was just your friends voting without even looking then?
2: I don't know. I mean, I don't know who watches that, but um, yeah. <laughs>
1: No, to be fair, hands down, yours was far better than mine. Um, so but yeah. again,
2: you, your your one really warmed on me, and Laura's one that she that she suggested in the previous episode. Um, I really enjoyed that, and the more I thought about it, the more it made me giggle. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so that that was that, and we've got our ongoing um, Wesley Um uh, So I mean, he's. <laughs> Had a, a bit of a mixed. Uh, yeah, you season can't. Last you you, you
1: can't have a jive at him now because he had a good game. Um, I
2: mean, but he had a. I mean, he does have good games, but um, <laughs> it, it does go wrong sometimes. I mean, for him, when it goes wrong, oh my God, it goes very wrong. Um, so, yeah, friend, like I said, friendly driving. So we love you, mate, but you do balls up occasionally. <laughs> um, have you got anything for us, Ray? Uh, no okay Um, me neither but (laughs) I have a very good concept for you Um, so I think um, we need to work on this together and uh, we've got a fortnight off season for us to work on this so early next week uh, we can put it to video and uh, release it to our loyal Twitter fans if you think so, yeah, that video will be up for you to enjoy next week, uh, but we won't be back for another fortnight or so, right?
1: That's right, because, um, yeah, the internationals and all that, but um, we'll be back for Brighton and Liverpool games. We, we'll do a podcast on the 23rd. Um, yep. So, yeah, we'll, we'll tune in for that. Don't miss that one. Also, uh, the England games on Saturday against Spain and Tuesday against Switzerland. So um, get those St. George flags out again.
2: Yeah, I've dust off my England shirt from the cupboard there. See its first action since the World Cup.
1: Yeah. Um, as usual, you can contact us on in that number podcast at gmail Follow us on Twitter at number podcast or me at Rayhunt eighty four or Kevin at MoscowMush. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher. Um, anything else, Kev.
2: Um, just a great positive note to end on and um, I hope we carry it on. Um, yep. And we have another positive podcast uh, next time we meet. Absolutely.
1: Um,
2: up the saints.
1: Up the saints. Oh, staying, yeah, sure. staying up. <laughs> <We're> staying up.
2: staying <laughs> <laughs> up.
0: Sports Social Podcast Network.